Yay, we're back. This is Joe. Hi, I'm Natalie. And you're listening to Gen, Gen X, X Midwest. Midwest. I feel like we should be playing the theme song, Welcome Back, Cotter. I wish we could. I, I, I feel do. like it. I wish we could. It's been it's been busy to say the least, and work kind of went wonky, and it's mm-hmm. just summer, and I don't like the heat, but hopefully we got refreshed and we can get rolling here again. Yeah, it really has been a busy summer. Three family reunions, met some cousins I never knew existed. They never knew I existed, <laughs> so <laughs> getting to know them a bit, which has been cool, and uh, had a summer class that I aced, and happy to say that hopefully that will be my last summer class. Yeah. And now getting ready for my last fall class, so then I will be done graduating in May, so unless I get my master's, but that won't be for another couple of years at least. Yeah. But anywho, for the importance of this show, we did some traveling and investigations of our own. Yes, we got to try out our new gear, and I think everything went pretty well. Pretty well. I was shocked that the batteries went dead as fast as they did, but we'll get to that later. Yes. But the 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 thing that we did this week, or a couple weeks ago, <laughs> is we went to the Missouri State Penitentiary. That time for us finally came, and it was definitely interesting. Pretty excited to share a little of what we came across, and perhaps in the coming weeks we can talk a little more about other places, but this week it's going to be the Missouri State Pen. And that place did not disappoint, so we're going to get right into it here. Yeah, so I'm just going to cover a little bit of history. It's known as the 47 Bloodiest Acres. When it when it first started in 1836, it had a women's section that lasted around 20 years, then it went into a full men's facility. Before shutting down in 2004, there was a gas chamber that sits away from the prison grounds, um, so we got to visit that as well. Mm -hmm. And from talking with others, the now parking lot for the state vehicles, it's down there by the the, uh, gas chamber, Mm -hmm. is apparently built on top of what I was told could be hundreds of unmarked graves. Now that I did not know, but it makes sense. I didn't either, but Mm -hmm. yeah, they die in the death chamber. Well, we ain't got nowhere to bury them, throw them out there. Yeah, or drag them out of the cell. I mean, yeah, that happened a lot too. So that just added to it. So Mm -hmm. I think that would be a little bit more to dig into, but I've heard it from three or four different people just talking with them about our adventures. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's something that actually happened. Mm, yeah, sure. I kind of feel like a survivor going through that place. The heat and humidity was off the charts for me. So also making sure that I didn't fall or drop anything, like my camera my phone, but mainly I was worried about not falling and busting my mouth. Right. You know, I mean, you worry about things like that when you get our age. So when they mean lights out, it's lights out. It was lights out, yeah. So the only light you're going to have going through that thing is whatever it is you brought with you. So you're walking up and down stairs, a few sharp corners, you might bump into a wall. Uh, what I hated was going up the different uh, heights and flooring in the inclines. I yeah. hated that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a few pipes I saw laying around there. So, uh, I mean, you don't see any of that stuff until you're right up on it. Oh, Yeah. And so you got to be careful. Yeah. And it's funny because I went back and watched the footage, you know, speaking of pipes. When you get on, uh, the bottom levels aren't so bad. But when you get on the second, third, and fourth Mm -hmm. levels, 
there's pipes that are hanging out. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times my camera <laughs> went thunk and started pointing towards the wall because mm. I hit I hit my gear on the pipes and stuff. <laughs> so, but yeah, when they say dark, they mean it. And so we really, the lights that we had is we got the infrared lights on our cameras and that's what we were really being able to see out of. So mm-hmm. watching these ghost hunting shows and stuff on which we're going to get into talking about the ghost portion of this in a little bit, but Mm -hmm. watching those shows, you really understand how dark, uh, when they say dark, they mean dark. Yeah. And so, but we also wanted to to be true to the moment. This was really our first chance at getting to Mm -hmm. do something like that. So we wanted to be true to the moment. And yeah, it was dark. Yeah, and dark and hot, and it reminds me of something that's not a good combination. And what was crazy, you know, we picked the perfect time to go, Mm -hmm. because we were actually on the way home, we didn't, I don't have, the AC still broke in the truck, and on the way home, I was actually a little bit chilly, Mm. so we actually picked a really good time to go. It was Mm -hmm. hot inside the buildings, but you could go outside, and it was much cooler outside. Yeah. So it could have been, like, way worse. It wasn't the 100-degree weather. No, if it would have been this week, I would have had to have tried to reschedule yeah. that right? or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I will tell you, um, just getting to go there, uh, years and years and years, I fought a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. I really did. And we got there, and I didn't, I never was afraid. That's what was cool. So God did a big work. Mm-hmm. In helping me overcome the spirit of fear. Now, did I get a couple like, yeah, I got some inks about the thing, but, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't afraid. And I, I, I was going through death row and realized I'm in here by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just took off and left those two. Yeah, you left us behind. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but- we'll just keep going. But that was what was awesome to me. Mm-hmm. And we're in one of the most haunted places in America, really, from right. some of the stuff that I've dug into. And I wasn't afraid. I don't know where you were at. I couldn't tell you. I got so disoriented several times, which we'll get into that later. Yeah. But, one yeah. of those buildings really got me messed up mm-hmm. as far as, uh, am I in the right place? Are we going? Where's out? Yeah. <laughs> so, trying to find the way out. Yeah. yeah that was so, the biggie. So uh, the first experience I had as far as the, I'm going to call it supernatural experience, I was in the women's unit on the bottom floor, and that's when we first, like everybody was going off to like the third building that they came to, and we just decided to go to the first because less people. But uh, I was by myself, and you were walking around. I think you were on the second floor, and so was your husband at that point. Yeah. And I got so far, and I just couldn't go any further. I mean, it was just like I something is there I don't want to be involved in, mm-hmm. you know. And so I turned around, got out of there, and by that time, I think it was you, that I rushed by you and I said something is there. And I said, I'm not even effing kidding. You probably have it on your recording. Probably. <laughs> And whatever it was, it kind of freaked me out, but I knew that it did not want me there. It was hostile, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But it was multiple presence. It wasn't just like 
I, and I can't explain it. So that, that was my first incident. So the question I have for you, because the, the two places that I kind of got that ink, and mm-hmm. then it's really the only two places, was in the women's uh, mm-hmm. cells. And it was down towards the entrance of where we came in. Okay. And it was in the same area on the first level and the second level in the same exact area. Mm-hmm. And so it was just that something... Eh. Mm-hmm. And there was one point that I even said, I was sitting in one of the cells, and I was I could feel this closing in, mm-hmm. and I said, uh-uh. Yeah. And uh, my husband had a Spirit Box app on his phone, and about 10, 15 seconds after I said, uh-uh, that thing goes off. And now he's outside of the cell, about three cells down from me, mm-hmm. when you could hear it go off. So you can't clearly hear what it said, and about 20 seconds after that, it said something else. Mm. And the first one almost sounded like it said, okay. Hmm. And then the second one almost sounded like it said, rape. Oh, my. And I was like, well, okay. But as soon as I said, uh-uh, it, that feeling went away. And so mm-hmm. that's what we, I want to talk about when we get into mm-hmm. this a little bit. We have authority over these things. Right. They may come in and try, and there's a lot of people that's been in there, and they, they buy into it. Mm-hmm. We have authority. And it sounds crazy that as Christians, we're going in and we're doing this stuff. Yeah. But I joke around about it. I was like, I want to catch on a recorder these demonic entities going, why are they here? <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. But then we also come across a woman who had taken a picture of a shadow figure. That's right. And we saw it on her phone, and it was in the yeah. women's Plain prison as day. area. Yeah. That still was like, wow. Yeah. Know? I didn't get to get up real close to it, and I didn't get to get a whole lot of details from her, but I was like, what the frick? I mean, yeah. this was a full-body uh, shadow figure mm-hmm. on on a camera Yeah, we're sitting here looking at. It was just insane. Yeah, and it's interesting. They tell you to take, you know, if you feel the need to snap a picture, take three of them. And that's what she did. She was. It was the same uh, position, same background, everything. And then on the third one, I mean, there's no mistaking what it was. Yeah. So uh, the second experience that I had, I think we were in housing unit four, which I think is the oldest, one of the older parts of the prison. Yeah, and that's the, the one they said that the roof got ripped off in 2019 from yes. a tornado. So yes, they that one. just opened it back up mm-hmm. where you could go through there. So Yeah, and they uh, had several rows of chairs where people can sit and learn about the history of the place and all that while your tour guide is talking with you. But I sat down there for a bit, and there were others walking around with their equipment doing the same thing we were doing. And like I said, it was hot, up and down stairs. I just wanted to rest a little bit. I think you and your husband had gone off exploring a little. And for some reason, I got fixated on the catwalk. And an apparition of a man hanging with his wrists and ankles tied together, I saw it. I mean, just, I know what I saw. Yeah. I'm will take it to my grave. I know what I saw. Yeah. And uh in fact today I emailed and it's been what a couple of weeks since we've done this. Yeah. So I emailed uh the information, whoever answered it or responded at the penitentiary and I said, you know, I just can't get this out of my mind. I said, Have you 
heard of anybody seeing something like this, and she said, yeah, there's apparitions there. People see them a lot on the catwalk, but she said, this is the first one I've heard of where somebody's feet were bound, and then it was the dot, dot, dot. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know what that was about, but, I mean, again, it could have been my eyes playing tricks on me in the dark, in the heat, and, um, you know, I'm not going to rule any of that out, but I mean, I, why would I imagine, if I want to imagine something, I'm going to imagine like uh, Jason Momoa standing in front of me, not right. some idiot, <laughs> sorry, no disrespect, not some man hanging from a catwalk. Well, and kind of to back it up is the fact that they've not heard of that, mm-hmm. it's, so it's not something that's a common knowledge that somebody's talking about, nobody else has really mm-hmm. done, so I mean, this it's not a pre implanted image yeah if i if so but i also we should have started out with this i just want to kind of let everybody know how these tours work because it was really cool Mm -hmm. um because we thought maybe they were going to walk us around but the way it starts out you meet up in the main room of the of the office area of the prison or whatever like the intake area or something like that yeah and they have what's like down the hall they have a uh a little gift shop that you're free to go through, buy anything, whatever. So you meet up there. Our tour was from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., you meet in this room. They kind of brief you on how things are going to go. And then uh, they walk you to each area that you are going to be exploring. Mm-hmm. And it's about 10 minutes per area. Mm-hmm. They kind of give you a brief rundown, some of the stuff that people have seen, where you're welcome to go. Don't shut the doors. Don't touch the doors. Right. <laughs> um, and after that, you're free roaming. Yeah. So you're from on your own. What basically, ten thirty, ten forty five to two thirty a.m. Yeah. You are doing whatever you want. Just mm-hmm. don't be stupid. Right. They want you to be respectful. The other people don't be loud and giggling and scaring each other stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then after that, at two thirty, we met back up in the main room. And then they take you down to the gas chamber and mm-hmm. kind of tell you some stuff in there. And they let you sit in the gas chamber to take pictures. We so, all decided really not to. Yeah, I Because didn't that's wanna... where people have lost their bodily fluids after <laughs> they die. So, though, I mean, this is a real deal. This yeah, is not... I didn't want to sit this there. This was an operating prison. It was one of the longest operating prisons mm-hmm. in the in the U.S. Uh, up into, well, what did they say, west of the Mississippi? Yeah. So... It's a really cool thing, and there's a lot of stuff, and uh, there's some fan. There's some. They run fans during the summer because it was hot, so you have to kind of pick up on the noises that are there. Mm-hmm. But as I was going through our video footage and the recorder, I I kept hearing like cell doors slamming, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm like, wait a minute, we're not supposed to be slamming del- cell doors, right? Right. Now, the one where Death Row's at, mm-hmm. that one is because that front door is really loud and bangs like a cell door. But in the other areas of the prison, the other two, uh, the women's cell and then four, mm-hmm. you don't have that going on. So I'm, I picked up some cell door slamming, and I just knocked it off as, oh, yeah. But no, they don't want you playing with the cell doors. So yeah. that really, that's probably some stuff I picked up and didn't even think about, you know. <laughs> and what so. was I also heard keys rattling, like big keys. Yeah. So yeah, 
And then there was one time in the women's ward, uh, they had like a, I went in the cell and they had like a, what do they call them? It's like a locker box. Um, kind of like kept a solitary. Or no, 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 not a lock. Um, they keep their belongings in. It's just a little metal box. Yes. Yeah. And I sat down on that thing and it is a boom. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but about probably 30 seconds later, I heard the exact same noise. So I don't know if somebody else did it hmm. too or if there was something else going on. Yeah. Um, so there's there's just a lot of stuff that you really got to pay attention to. Now, in the cell block four, where you had saw that hanging deal for the guy or the apparition of the hanger, mm-hmm. I started, I was on the second floor and was looking across, and I kept focusing on a couple of areas there. And you could see these orbs coming through there. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, my battery just drops to like one bar. I was at three and went to one. And I was like, well, what the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. And then also there, my camera just flipped upside down. The view went upside down. Mm. And there for the longest time, it took me forever to get it flipped back over. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I walked over to my husband. He was on the second floor on the other side. And I walked down to him, and my battery went back up to two. Wow. Um, just walking away from that area. So there was it was pretty interesting in that place. And I think maybe or four years of people not really being in there because of the renovations they were doing mm-hmm. may have partook with that but that's where the dungeons were at too correct uh yes yeah the dungeons and we all went to one each and, and just sat there for a little bit and um i mean i didn't really you know there have, wasn't much there no going on now, there's a lot of, of stories I've heard, whatever. But I remember I was sitting there. We were just kind of, we each sat in our own cell through there. Mm-hmm. And I was flipping through the pictures on my still camera. And I was like, what the heck? And you could hear me on my camera. I was like, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, when I got home, I lit that camera up. And it's just like this blob with eyeballs. Mm. And I'm like, what the frick was that? But it's wow. the same thing. And you can't, like now, if with a little bit of light on it, you can't see it, but sitting in complete darkness, you can see these two glowing things. Mm. And then when I lit it up, changed the lighting on it, it blobbed up. I was like, that's weird. So what color were they glowing? Um, after I changed the lighting, it's like a dark blue and then a pink. Mm. But that's what that's part of my lighting up so I could see what was going on. Okay. So. Anyway. Well, uh, the third one... And you're going to have some stuff to say on this. <laughs> some stuff that would, you know, looking back, it was kind of funny. But yeah. we were both down in death row. And we were down where not only did we walk death row, but there's also an area below it that were like holding cells for the worst like of the, the worst. They call 3D cells, which yeah. the 3D cells was... From my understanding, the 3D cells was for people who were, like, mentally unstable to put them in a safe room type deal. Yeah. That was on the opposite side. I'm not real sure what that first row was. I I can't remember what that was, but and for whatever reason, the uh, staff does not like going down there. Uh, one of the guard or tour guides or whatever said she will not go down there. Huh. Just will not, and... She tells people, go at your own risk. 
So I, I don't know, but that's where I got really disoriented. Mm-hmm. And my camera battery just put it in there. Brand new one. I made sure they were both charged. And that's the one before we went down the stairs. Yeah. You changed it right then. Right. And zap. Really? It was gone. And um, so I was like, what is going on here? I have you on cameras. Like, is that you? And I was like, what are you talking about? Did yours pick up the growling? Yes. It did. And so I was like, I, you even asked me. She goes, we just ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, trust me, that was not me. It's like we had to eat our Italian dinner in 10 minutes just to make it up there. It's like, "Mm, there's no way I want to eat something right now. Yeah, we come down those stairs and we're going through there. And I'm just like, well, we had been talking back and forth because they Mm -hmm. told us if you, because here's the deal, guys. I'm not big on talking to the to these spirits because it's almost like a Ouija board type situation. I won't mess with Ouija boards. I have my own mm-hmm. personal experience with that. They are real. And I thought it was interesting when then the email, they, that's one of the things they were adamant about. Do not bring a Ouija board. Yeah. Because so. Ouija boards open up portals and mm-hmm. so does tarot cards, any of that stuff. Right. And I kind of see trying to talk to these things as the same thing. You're opening up a portal mm-hmm. and you're opening up yourself to some crap that you don't, want to even mess with Mm -hmm. and so that's what we're just there to document yeah and we're not there trying to make buddies or anything like that so we're just walking through there quietly and listening Mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden i hear this growling noise and i was like and so just kind of going back with the story here i was like is that you (laughs) and she's like and you're like no what was it i said sound like your stomach's growling. And I'm like, dude, we just ate. <laughs> and uh, you're like, well, there's some orbs back over here. And I said, that's where it, sound, it sounded like it yeah. came from your area or behind you. And that's when you brought up about the orbs. So we go down through there and I'm popping off. I was like, are you hungry? And because I had just watched <laughs> this show and I was like, uh, they brought honey buns. They were trying to feed him honey buns. I was like, what? The f- you can't feed him. You can't feed this crap okay yeah <laughs> stupid and uh but we go down there a little bit further they, they call it u-haul yes the u-haul because on this particular part when you go around it use off and then you have to come back the mm-hmm. same way you came from right and we get over on the other side and i swear to you i heard a cell door clanking and there was one that was a little bit open and i kind of hit it and it wasn't the same noise but there was another door that was there that had like the cross grating. Mm-hmm. I hit that door and it's exactly what the noise was, but mm. I didn't pick that up on the camera either. Wow. Mm. Or the door. But with that being said, me standing right next to it, hitting, mm-hmm. I didn't pick it up. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, I just, I, I kind of, I just lost my bearings. I got dizzy. Um, looking back through the camera and on the footage. There were orbs everywhere. Really? And so I was just like, okay. And I even said, all right, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So. Well, and I know we went back after we went to the end of the U, we came back and we sat in that windowsill and it was right really where the growling was coming from. Mm-hmm. And my battery went low or it actually turned red on me. It was dead. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there changing the battery, and I have a little flashlight clipped in my backpack. It was fully charged, and I clip it on, and I get the battery pulled, and my battery, my flashlight went dead. Yeah. And I was like, what the crap? So I'm sitting here trying to do this in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of weird in that spot. But at the same time, at that point, somebody was down the hall from us. That's the thing on these tours, too, is that there are other people there investigating. Right. So when you're listening back to your stuff, you have to go, is this a person? Is this somebody else that's investigating? So they were down the hall and they were asking and stuff like that. So some of that, I was kind of hanging out with those people. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm going to see if you found something. Mm -hmm. Um, But what was really weird before we went out of there, there's a room in the back. And I'm not real sure if I was supposed to go in there or not because I had to kind of squeeze through the door. But I could do it without (laughs) touching the doors. And uh, there was just papers strong everywhere yeah just I piles that of up. them mm-hmm. and then you went into a different cell and there was mm-hmm. all kinds of papers in there too yeah do you remember what they were like uh, manifest i don't know like taking somebody to the shower so and so had their shower or something i don't know uh, i'll have to go back through it and look but it was like just a list like a duty list of inmates and what was going on with them or something huh so um, we did go by and see some pretty high profile. I got the pictures of those of Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, uh, went by their cell. James Earl Ray, who was, uh, who assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. at some point when he escaped from that penitentiary, and the reason he was in there in the first place was because he was uh, there for doing time for robbery. And uh, also the execution, speaking of the gas chamber, Carl Austin Hall and Bonnie Emily Hetty, they were executed at the same time, boyfriend, girlfriend, because they kidnapped a boy by the name of Bobby Greenlease Jr., who was a child of a prominent family in Kansas City, kidnapped and murdered him. So, uh, coincidentally, the summer class that I was on uh, or that I had was on prison systems and correctional practices. So it sort of made more sense to me going through that and not, you know, because of ghosts or whatever you want to call it, but because just the inhumane treatment that yeah. uh, these inmates had. What was what was it they called it when it when the prison first opened? Because there was a lot of the prison doors that were shorter and they had different kinds of doors, and there was a way that they ran the prison then, and then later on they kind of changed it up a little bit, but they had some of their... Yeah, and the purpose for those was to put that inmate immediately into submission when they walked out. In other words, they had to duck and look at the ground. Yeah. And if they, you know, looked at their guard or the staff or anything like that, I mean, that was grounds to get them flogged. Yeah, and I can't remember. They had a word for there it. There is a word for that. They called but, it. Yeah. Then so. they changed it to the more conventional style of prisoning. Mm-hmm. But it was not a good prison. I mean, there was a lot of bad stuff. They had the riot that took place. The riots, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that, in the 50s? I can't remember. I'll have to check yeah. that. I was so excited to be there. The history part went, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and there's a lot of history up there for sure. So, um, anyway, where are we going with this? 
What's our point in doing this, as some of you may be asking? Well, do I believe in ghosts? No. Right. I don't. I do not believe the spirits of the dearly departed have unfinished business that must be completed to move on to the afterlife. No. No, I do not believe that once you're deceased, you turn into an angel that watches over your loved ones. And I hate it when I read in an obituary, or I have even heard pastors say this. Yeah. And I've even heard people say it out of comfort, supposedly. Heaven's gained another angel. No. That makes me want to smack your mouth if you say that. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's not true. No. Um you know, you think you're entertaining, conversing with a loved one, but you're not. It's a demonic entity, and demonic entities are very real. And we're seeing more and more evidence of demonic influence, demonic influence everywhere. So you might be thinking, well, I just don't believe like that. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the devil, heaven or hell. You know, what about reincarnation? What about this, that, and the other? Well, every time I hear somebody say this, I keep thinking of that line in the Nefarious movie where the demon questioned, um, no, it was the atheist psychiatrist who questioned the demon on his belief in God. And the demon replied, unfortunately for us, he exists. Do you think your atheism is going to save you? Right. You know, as our pastor says, they're going to find out soon enough. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, With that being said, I'm not trying to be insensitive about this subject because I've lost people who are close to me. Joe, you've lost people who are close to you. As, you know, we all have, and at some point, um, you know, the thought of our deceased loved ones watching over us is comforting. Let's just be honest. Yeah. It is. But uh, it's not backed up by the Word of God. No, not at all. So we need to be looking to Jesus for comfort. In his word, not these entities. So, um, he will comfort you if you just allow him to do so and look to him for that. And if you're a Christian and your deceased loved one was a Christian, then you have the promise of heaven and you're going to see him again. Yeah. This is just temporary, temporary separation right now. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like I said, it's so annoying that every time somebody dies, it's like, oh, they're in a better place. Do you understand what you just said? Yeah, do you know that for a fact? Because the thing about it is, did this person accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? Because mm-hmm. there's only one way, and he's it. Right. And so, is your better place, I mean, do you understand what you're saying? Because you believe in an afterlife, apparently, mm-hmm. if you're going to say something like that. But to say someone... Never accepted Christ as their Savior, because this is the only way into heaven, and to say they're in a better place. You you really better understand exactly what it is that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because that's a false comfort. Yes. It's a false everything. Mm-hmm. Because there's no, there's no evidence or proof of that. Right. And so, yes, these demonic entities absolutely exist. Mm-hmm. We're not out here trying to just... It's... I think it's an interesting thing, but I'll tell you, before we left that penitentiary, what did we do? We prayed. Anything that tries Anything to attach that, itself yes. and follow us home, you must stay here. You have to. Have because no we permission. Said so. yep. But we mm-hmm. walk in the authority of Christ. Right. And so, hey, we're just here to document some stuff. I'm not here to talk to you. I'm not here to make friends with you. 
I just have the interest to see mm-hmm. if these things would go. Why are they here? Yeah. Because <laughs> I really think that those who walk in the authority of Christ, you, we could clean house there. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't make no more money off of it. Yeah. So, I don't know, who, did somebody ask, uh, why are you guys going up there? Because they're just going to run from me anyway. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, and it, it's funny to think, but honestly, though, it's it was just, it was a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to do this. We're not trying to, I'm not trying to do anything shady here. It was fun. Um, the history part of it was cool. Mm-hmm. And to just be able to experience that was cool. Right. But. At the same time, at the end of the day, we're still Christians. No, I ain't going to get messed with. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, there is a heaven and a hell. There is a life after death. There is a place that we will go. And you just, it's not an automatic because you want to go there. There's steps that we have to take. Right. And Jesus took those steps for us. All we have to do is accept what he done for yeah. us. So simple. But, uh. I hope this is not. I don't think it's the end of our adventures. We're oh, no. kind of talking about some other stuff. Uh, Pitti and Castle, right? Guy I work with, his uh, friends and them own that up there. So he started in telling me some stories about it. Oh. So we may be able to get in up there. We were going to go, but it just the stars didn't align. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't wait, say that. Not the stars. The paycheck. And the days off, they just didn't align. And the summer, the the summer just this summer has just been. I don't like it. No. So, but we are super glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may get into some politics. There's a lot of freaking crap going on right now. The Bidens all need to be. I don't even know if I want to see a prison bars for these guys because they're just something. absolutely evil. If you want to talk about evil and its finest, but uh, there's all that going on. Um, but glad to be back. Hope mm-hmm. we we'll get everybody listening in again. And got anything else? No, uh, just trying to think of different things. That we, like we were going to talk about politics. You can't not talk about yes. politics and things going on in the media every day. You're just your draw just drops. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, of course we've got like you said other places that we can go and travel to and see what kind of things that we can find out and get into and so yes it's gonna be fun so we hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time check Check you later. later